Alrighty, the pugilist just just killing it. We're just stacked right now. Three three <laughs> cards, one week basically, right? Yeah, yeah three yeah. cards in the span of seven days. This is, I like it, but um, sometimes you got to digest a bit, man. Like, can you can you imagine if the UFC kept this up like all year? Well, I, dude, I would love it. I love it. so, you know, we were spoiled like way back in the day. Like AFN used to run the the pay per views. So for like the longest time, I didn't even know what it was like to have to buy a pay-per-view Yeah, and you know, for like years, a long time. And then, um, and then I learned that it was actually expensive and then they just started running event after event, after event, after event. I mean, they don't really, um, to be honest, I think they keep it pretty fair. They don't, it's, they don't crush you with pay-per-views, but the content, it's so good now, like how much they run, but yeah, for man. somebody who buys the pay-per-views, I, I I don't feel like I'm I'm cheated considering all the free shit that is out there. Oh, like in addition, like you you feel good paying for one every now and again? Yeah, I, I don't I don't mind uh, buying them all. Um, you know, I also subscribe to ESPN Plus, so I I don't know what that is like ten bucks a month, but you, you know, you get all the yeah. no, I'm the a, free. Yeah, I'm an ESPN Plus guy, and I I'm a UFC um, Fight Pass guy. So, I unsubscribed to Fight Pass after I think they went to ESPN. Why does the content carry over? Do you, do you know? Well, I just no, I, I don't know. I, I, for the fight library, is that is that what you watch Fight Pass for? Yeah, I go back and watch a lot of it, and then yeah, they, um, they have the feeder shows. Um, oh shit, that's right. Specifically, are, I got I got Fight Pass because Kyle Stewart. I've mentioned him before. He was um, he was fighting in LFA, and they'll stream some of that stuff on there. So yeah. I'll do that, you know, or that's why I got into it. And I figured I'd try it for a year to see, you know, see, I used to do UFC all access back in the day too. So you could learn and watch about like the fighters and they're like beyond just what they do in the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about, I f- totally forgot. I think like Pancrase and some of like the smaller, you know, well, I wouldn't say sp- the organizations that have been around for a while host on fight pass too. I've seen a couple of Pancrase events. Yeah. It's like one of those ways that, uh, you know, Dana can keep everybody interested in the UFC or at least tied to the UFC somehow. Sure. Yeah. All right, man. What do you think of, what'd you think of, uh, well, I guess it was technically called fight Island eight. Um, UFC on ESPN 20 UFC fight Island eight US UFC on ESPN. Chiesa versus three fucking names <laughs> it's like, uh, for one event. Come on. What do you think, man? How'd, how'd you, how'd you feel about it? I thought the prelims were better than main card personally. Let me just put that off. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, I don't, I didn't watch all the prelims. I think, you know, I was taking care of the baby or whatnot. I think I, I caught the headliner though, the, the Ricky Simone, um, fight and yeah, the main card. I don't know. I've seen better. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it basically fell right in line where I thought it was a lot of guys. I didn't know a lot of guys. I don't wouldn't have, wouldn't have otherwise gone out of my way to watch personally, you know, <laughs> up and, like it's a up and coming fighter card you know with a decent main event in my opinion yeah i, I mean i thought the main event was excellent and I, I i i don't know i i didn't expect the fight to go down that way yeah no i mean i think both of us agreed um the longer it went the more in favor it would be for magni um but kiasa uh stepped up and proved that you know um maybe he's starting to turn some tides you know there was a lot of question marks on his 
cardio, like how deep could he go? Cause I don't think he had ever gone that deep. Had he, I think he had one, one main event fight prior to that. And he got, he got put out. So he, he'd never, he'd yeah, never gone to 25. So, and he, he looked good. Yeah. I, you could tell he was tired, but, um, he got through it, you know, you know, I wasn't totally, I, I can't remember what I specifically said about Kies in the last episode, but you know, I never like said he was a bad fighter or anything. Like, I think he's a great fighter, but I don't think I gave him enough credit. I, I feel like I kind of underestimated his potential, um, to be a, like a really effective welterweight. Um, well, he looked good. He looked big. Dude, like, he, I think he's filling into that frame. You know, I think we're yeah. going to see a lot of guys do that. Now he actually made Magni look fairly small. Yeah. Magny he didn't look very big and he certainly didn't look very strong up on the fence when they were, when they were grappling on the fence and stuff. Um, Magni didn't look like his usual self personally. That's what I saw. So. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, the fact that Magni couldn't adjust to what Kiesa was doing, like Kiesa, he was a fucking bulldog. You know, he just, yeah. he did exactly what he wanted to do. Like Neil offered nothing. I mean, it was, was it? I think it was the third round. Magni had some, he had a real, he had some real shining moments, but he gave up a takedown late. And I think it, it basically kind of washed the round, but he, he had some good moments along the fence and he looked like he was making the adjustments he needed to make. Um, but yeah, all in all, man, it was, surprising i thought magni would uh fare better in that one you know yeah so did i you know and I'm, I'm very high up on on neil and have a lot of respect for him and really love watching him fight um yeah i didn't i didn't anticipate that fight going down that way i was but i mean it's kind of cool that it did you know i mean kies is really uh making a name for himself at 170 yeah i don't think either of them are really gonna you know, no, it's not like either of them immediately put themselves in contention or anything like that, though. You know, it's not, there isn't like an obvious path like to Usman. Usman, I mean, would wipe the floor with those. With If they if they performed like that against him, I mean, it, it just wouldn't even be a contest in my opinion. Well, I think, I think if Kiesa gets what he wants, I mean, he called out Colby. If he fights Colby and beats Colby, I mean, he's. Yeah, he based on the winner of. Yeah, for sure. Based on, based on, you know, that win, but in this performance, like I, he's still got a lot of work in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's, I don't care for Usman at all, but you know, dude's definitely next level, you know? So you gotta, yeah, for sure. You're gonna have to turn it up if you want to beat a guy like that. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't you know. know if, go ahead. It, uh, Kobe's what the number one ranked welterweight behind Usman right now, or is it Gilbert Burns? I can't remember how the rankings were. But I mean, Colby's right up there. You know, it'd be kind of cool to see Kiesa fight someone like Tyron. Yeah. You know, it'd, it'd be really great. Uh, real, you know, Tyron, I think he's sort of on a skid. You know, Kiesa's sort of moving up. I think it's a good time yeah. for them to fight. Yeah. That's a, that's I, actually, a, that's a, that's a real smart fight, actually. I'd be really interested to see uh, Kiesa's game plan for fighting like an, an extremely powerful, huge wrestler. Like yeah. Tyron, yeah, I didn't see, um, I didn't see a lot of power in Kessa's hands, to be honest. Like, no, and I don't know, I don't know if he's got a track record for uh, ever, you know, knockdowns or anything like that, right? He doesn't strike me as somebody who's known for power. Yeah, I think he's more of like, a, I mean, if he if he stops you with strikes, it's going to be like a TKO. Like he's not going to do like a no. one hitter quitter. So actually, yeah, I think that's actually a really brilliant fight pick, to be honest. I would, as far as how it all stacks up right now. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to gun for Kobe just because 
he's an easy call out in my opinion. You know? Yeah, but I don't think anybody really wants to fight Colby. They've seen what he has done to Tyron, what he has done to a lot of other guys, the fight he had with Usman. Like Colby, like you can call him a troll, you can, you know, make fun of his his you know the way he is, but when you get in there and you actually fight him, that guy's a motherfucker. Yeah. Does he have correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't really care for him. I've I've seen his fights, but he, does he have a problem showing up sometimes? What do you mean, Colby? Yeah. Does he ever have any lackluster? Like you just feel like you ever have you Dude, ever just kind of be in there? No, I've he's a he's a grinder. He just goes in and pushes the pace. Who was his last fight? Remind me who his last fight was because it was a little while. It, it wasn't terrible, uh, like, super long time ago. But who was the what was the most the most no, recent one? He did well, right? Didn't he put yeah, something out in four? He fucking stopped Tyron in four rounds, right? Uh, it was in the fifth round. Was it in yeah. the fifth? Okay, yeah, he actually, yeah, you're right. He did look really great in that fight. Tyron, Dude, he just, Tyron's not really at his best. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock Kobe. Kobe's definitely a contender. He's more than, he's more than what maybe other fighters would give him credit for. That's for people. Sure. People just look at you know the whole Donald Trump thing, and they don't. I, I think. Well, I'm not. I think serious real serious fans can see beyond that, you know, people that have paid, you know, a lot of attention. I've never paid any attention to that. Yeah. I, I thought, I mean, it's, it was obvious that I don't give a fuck what it, I don't care if he's a Democrat. I'd have rode the Trump train too. If you're trying to make an, you know what I mean? Like why the fuck not? No. Yeah. He did. I mean, it, he did it and it worked and, and you know, he got some big <laughs> fights and he got to fight for the title and exactly. I mean, that's but, what I remember. That's what I loved about Dan Hardy. The first time the, well, I presume the first and only time he fought George St. Pierre, if you remember, he really had no business in that fight yet. Like he hadn't really done much and he just yeah. talked, he basically talked his way into it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you gotta, you gotta respect that man. McGregor in a, in a lot of ways has done the same thing. Cody Garbrandt, I think has done the same thing. You know, these guys learn to market themselves as fighters, you know? Yeah. So. And you know, in addition to that though, Colby is a great fighter. He's an excellent wrestler. And, yeah. He, well, uh, he certainly fared better than somebody like Garbrandt. Garbrandt obviously went in, grabbed a title. Good for him, but hasn't really, you know, a, hasn't really stacked up after the fact, I guess, but we've talked about him a little bit. I, I actually really like him, but yeah, Cody's a shit. He probably, he probably won that title a little too soon in my opinion, but it is what it is. yeah, Cody just needs to not get in those, those shootouts with guys. And, uh, yeah, for sure. he needs to fight like he fought Dom, but Colby's a fucking tough bastard. And, uh, yeah, it'd be, it, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll concede the fact that Cody, Colby Covington right now absolutely matters in the division and anyone who fights him is in for a fucking fight. And I think, I, I think that, um, I think we'll see a Masvidal Covington fight. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about that. It sells, man. That fight sells itself, right? Like, yeah. Um, you know, they hate each other now or whatever, you know, it works. I mean, it's, and it's, you know, it's a good fight. You see Masvidal come out of fucking nowhere and just step up and fight on short notice for a title and went five rounds. Right. I mean, that's, I don't know, man. I, I think that's a fight to make for sure. That's a, yeah, that's a good fight. I, I would not, uh, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see Mas. I, you know, I'll tune in to watch Masvidal fight a fucking door, you know, dude, he makes everything exciting. I don't, I mean, it's just, you know, he's, there's this a thing about him. He's kind of, you know, it's just, it's interesting. Cause I remember watching him long before, you know, in the like early days in the UFC. I mean, dude's been around forever, you know? Yeah. Plus he had all the street fights under Kimbo's, uh, you know, <laughs> backyard, backyard brawling shit. Yeah. I just like him. I love him. 
All right, man. Any last thoughts on that one? I mean, it was, uh, I mean, dude, it was just, it is what it is, man. It, it, it was a, a fight card on Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I Morley love the Elvis time. look good. Who? Morley Elvis in the, in the yeah, uh, coming event. Dude. I, I mean, I don't think there was many like bad fights. I don't, but I don't think, you know, they're not like, they weren't all just like barn burner, super exciting fights either. I mean, I think it was a good placeholder card where some guys were able to, yeah, make a name for them, you know, show up, fight and make a name for themselves. Um, and no, yeah, it, w- it wasn't a bad card. And if, if that's the impression I, I gave no, you, no, 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 no. Um, I also really enjoyed the time, dude. Like it was nice that I was up, I was working from home. I'm like watching the fights. Like, you know, it was like, it was, it, it didn't hurt my feelings that it was on in the day, you know, like, no, it's great. I mean, during COVID times, like it's, it's an ideal fucking time to have a UFC event. on. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like, um, all sports need to be playing with some of these things, all sports, not just fighting sports, but all sports need to be playing with sort of when they air their, their stuff, when, when the sports are being played and trying to grab new market shares, man, if there were ever a time, it was like, it was 2020. And then for this early part of 2021, where you can really grab some, some new fans, man. And yeah, running a fucking decent fight card, like in the middle of the day or early morning is like not a bad idea. Just, no, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it worked for me. Yeah. All right, man. So UFC 257, dude, pay per view, Poirier and McGregor. It's already it's a massive card. Yes. It, it, there's a lot going on here. Um, just in the just in the main event and the co-main event, it's basically a lightweight tournament. There was I watched the press conference. Uh, one of the guys basically dubbed it that, and all the guys were in you know, at least, you know, to the media. So it sort of makes sense. Um, I'm just, I'm really fucking excited about this one. Dude. Yeah. Some I am really great fights on here. I'm super pumped for tomorrow. It's, uh, I think tomorrow's going to be a good day. You know, it just feels like one of those fight cards that just has, it has all the makings to be something super special. Yeah. And, uh, Fuck. you know, you've got, you know, the, the debut of Michael Chandler and, yeah. The rematch. I mean, it's it's just a. I think it's going to be an, a really good card. The the prelim card too on ESPN's looking really good. This is weird. They're doing some. Uh, they're doing some weird catchweight shit. Yeah. Nice. So, here we'll just start. We'll start. Well, I don't know these early prelim guys, but uh, well, Nick Lance. I remember him, but that's interesting. Khalil Roundtree, man, and Marcin Parch. Chino. Marcin Pracinio. Pracinio. <laughs> a Polish, Polish gentleman. Oosh. Dude, those Polish names are hard. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know if I've seen him fight. I, I don't, I don't know, but I got him picked as the underdog, bro. Uh, Roundtree is good. Don't get me wrong, but I just like where the Polish fighters are at right now. Well, this dude's on a three fight skid. Who? Expense. Marcin. Is he? Yeah, he's lost his last three fights and he was stopped in the first round in all of them. So, <laughs> so it's I mean, basically winner go home, man. You never know. Yeah, I, for him. I, I mean, mean, Khalil Roundtree, though, I doubt he's going to win or go home again. I, I mean, it's, to me, actually, I might change that pick. He's going home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah, keep it. I'm going to keep it. You know, the only fight I've seen of Khalil, I think was the johnny walker fight that he had and he got knocked out um i know he, he beat uh gokan saki 
Um, he's real good on. He's just good. At, he's decent takedown guy. Decent on his feet and heavy when he's on top. Right. He's, he's a classic kind of ground and pounder. Khalil is. Yeah. Oh, he's the ultimate okay. fighter type guy. I mean, I thought he was a striker. No, no yeah, I mean, definitely a, a good striker. But I mean, uh, his top game, at least through the tough fights that he was in, was good. So I mean, oh shit, he was on the Ultimate Fighter. Didn't even realize that. Yeah, it was tough twenty three. Yeah, I think I stopped watching Tough after like. Tough got weird there for a little while. Maybe yeah. after Kiesa's season. Mm. I think that was fifteen. Who do you got there? You got oh, you go uh, probably round three there, huh? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the underdog on that one. I'll just I think Khalil seems like a safe bet. Yeah, I like this fight, Sarah McMahon and Juliana Pena. Yeah, that's a really good fight. I'm kind of really surprised like to that. see that on the prelim. Yeah, man. I mean, on a card like this, though, I guess I'm not completely surprised, but you know, it's yeah, a little, it's kind I mean, of got, low on the prelims. Yeah. You got Sarah McMahon. She's, you know, an Olympic medalist and Juliana Pena. She won a season of tough. Yeah. And, uh, both super tough chicks. Yeah. So I'm looking at the ESPN pickums right now. They got Sarah McMahon, um, as a one twenty five uh, favorite, but it's 50% of the fans that have picked have picked either one. I got Pena in this fight personally. The fans right now, everyone who voted. Yeah. Uh, on, at least on this, on ESPN on pickums, it's 50, 50. Where the fuck? You, oh, okay. 50% picked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, th- I think that's, that's pretty fair. I think I could really go either way. They're both. So McMahon is known for being a wrestler, right? Yeah. But I think she, she's a Greco Roman wrestler. And yeah. Penny is a solid. She's really good all around in grappling too. Yeah, she's a great grappler. So it could turn into a striking match, and I would I would have to give Juliana Pena the edge there. You know, I yeah, I probably agree with you. I think uh, and Juliana, I think she's a lot younger too, right? Sarah's oh, yeah. Sarah's kind of up there in age. I'm guessing by a lot, actually. Sarah McMahon, I think, is she's forty. Wow. Um, a little older, I, you uh, know, we're not age is just a number folks. Don't get mad. No, she's no dude. Make no mistake. Sarah McMahon is a fucking incredible athlete, but women's MMA 40 years old in women's MMA. That's that's, um, that's old by any standard. Actually, Juliana's 31, you know? Yeah. That's, that's a pretty, pretty wide gap. Yeah. I think I have to go with Juliana. Juliana's been trending too, man. I mean, she's just, she's good. Uh, who did she, I think, uh, she, she dropped a fight. Not yeah, she just she lost her last fight to um, Jermaine Durandamy, which isn't, I guess, a big deal because she's a really good fighter too. Yeah, you can't scoff at that. Yeah, you can't scoff at that. Yeah, I like Juliana there, man. I I, I got her picked. I mean, it's fifty fifty. It's a toss up, but I, as an underdog, I definitely like her as an underdog. Uh, Brad Tavares, Antonio Carlos Jr. Never Dude, I, never heard of him actually. Who? Antonio Carlos Jr. I've probably seen him fight a ton of times, but I, his name doesn't. You know Brad Tavares, though. I do know Brad. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely have seen him fight quite a bit. Dude, Brad Tavares is the fucking shit, man. That Wine, guy's right? awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's, yeah, he has yeah. like the coolest tattoos. He yeah. had the absolute coolest knockout to ever get onto the Ultimate Fighter. He threw this like fucking knee and a punch at the exact same time and knocked and knocked this dude out cold. Mm. If uh, if you have time, sometime look it up. It's awesome. But uh, he's he's hit kind of a skid, man. He's gotten knocked out, and uh, yeah, he just he got knocked out by that Edmund uh, Shabazian dude mm. in November. That was his last fight. 
I like Bobby, the cover though. Bobby Knuckles knocked him out. Um, Bobby Knuckles knocked him out. Yeah, Robert Whitaker. This was a couple of years ago, back in 20, 2015. Okay, fucking almost six years ago. Well, at welterweight, I'm guessing, right? No, middleweight. Well, middleweight. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, I got I got Brad picked. He's a, he's a favorite. Um, I like him to get back on track. Let me just check out Antonio real quick. Two fight skid for him. Yeah, I'm looking at his face. He looks a lot more familiar now. Yeah, he, he's not. A, he doesn't. He's not an exciting fighter at all. I, I like Tavares to go in there and knock this kid's head off. He's a big dude, though. Fuck. 6'2", 185 pounds. Mm. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna go with Brad. Okay, we're we're just picking the exact same dudes this entire card so far. No, I pick, I picked against Roundtree. Oh, did you? Yeah, good, great mind stick like, dude. You're going Marcin, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, so this one, this next one is interesting, and and there's a little background here. So okay, real <laughs> quick, episode our last episode, I said Matt Schnell was the Army officer, right? And I said he was on. He's from Louisiana on a show. Yeah, and he's not. Which, an Army which he absolutely was. Yeah. So <laughs> this guy is the Army officer, Matt Frivola. He is. Uh, he's the military dude. Okay. So on here, it's still showing the original fight. Now here's what happened. The guy that Frivola was supposed to fight fucking snuck someone into his hotel room. So they dropped him. They kicked yeah. him. They basically they were like, fuck you. You're not even in the UFC anymore, right? So Armand Saryukian, I'm, I'm guessing he's Armenian. I know I'm not saying his name right. Um, was supposed to fight Nasrat Hak Parast. Not anymore. Saryukian is going to fight Frivola at a catch weight of 157 pounds. Yeah. Here's a little backstory. This is fucking crazy. A guy that I was an instructor with at Fort Leonard Wood, his name is uh, Enrique Watson, used to train for Bola in jiu-jitsu. Oh, no shit. He's legit. This Watson's legit, dude. Like, um, He owns gyms in North Carolina and shit now, so there's a weird little connection here. Um, Armenians are nasty, and this Armenian dude, was he was like he was a 260 favorite over this other cat, Nasrat, but I'm not sure. seeing... I'm not seeing it now, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Frivola though. Yeah. Uh, so looking at the wiki page, they've updated on the wiki page, but not on this ESPN app. So, dude, I feel like we have to talk more about what this fucking other guy, this Ottoman, uh, Ottoman dude, did to well, get just, kicked out of the UFC. I guess he snuck someone into his hotel room. Yeah, but like from what I heard online, like he had guys like scaling fucking uh, patios to get to his room, like Mission Impossible type shit. Really, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, and they, I they, assumed it was a they girl. slipped him. They tried to slip him some some bag, and a lot of people are thinking that uh, you know, I mean, you know how the internet works. People are thinking fucking a bunch of weird shit. Wow. But apparently, it was it was a lot weirder than just well, dude, like, for for Dana White to be like, no, fuck it, he's gone. He's not even in the UFC anymore. Like, go fuck yourself. It had to have been something serious. Dude, Dana's just, on fire because of all that streamer shit. <laughs> I just assumed he was trying to get some ass. Apparently, he's already caught a couple people. My wife was telling me Dana's already got a couple streamers. So, could get yeah, he did. He did an interview um, where he said that they have one guy, and if he launches the stream on you know on fight night, <laughs> that they're gonna rush in and fucking do a takedown in this fucking house and arrest him and all this shit. I was like, get the fuck out of here, man! You ain't doing none of that. Uh, I mean, so Homeland Security Investigations definitely has. 
teams of people that investigate that. I mean, I don't know if they're like fucking SWAT operators and shit and are going to do like a piracy takedown, but I mean, they're, they're not going to do the night of the fight. They're not going to fucking come with a SWAT team yeah. and stack up outside of his fucking house. He's a little more of a white collar kind of deal. Than come me. on, man. They'll do it. They'll show up fucking on Monday with the fucking yeah. search warrant. It'll be some nerdy guy in a tie and it'll be like, we're coming into your home and seizing your computer. Equipment. How sick would it be though? If they fucking put it in a little screen at the bottom of the pay-per-view, like live takedown of pirate streamers. How I mean, that would, awesome. cool. that would be dope, right? Like that would, that be, would be like, yeah, I mean, that would be cool. I don't know, dude. I, I don't know, bro. I mean, when Dana says shit, I tend to believe him a bit. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I've maybe streamed a few things in the past. You know, I'm just you saying. can't. You can't say that, man. Huh? <laughs> you can't say that. Dana's gonna come after you now. Oh fuck! <laughs> That's the thing, dude. Whenever you're thinking about getting in trouble, you gotta ask yourself, why me? Right? Why me? Dana White doesn't give a fuck about me. He'll, he'll make it a fucking mission if he fucking. I should. To. Good. I'll, t- I'll start telling him, like, hey, I heard about this Pugilist podcast, man. They're fucking, <laughs> you know, these guys are the streamers of streamers. We'll get some fucking attention. I, just for the record, I buy UFC pay per views. <laughs> just for the record, I'm buying this one coming up. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, wh- who do you like, though? Frivola? I'm going to go with Frivola just on. Yeah. Yep. I go for Frivola because uh, he's military and he's. he's tough as fuck he has a really good fucking record um so so my boy enrique watson shout out enrique i don't know if i have no idea if he listens to our podcast or not i'll tag him in this when we put it out i would trust his judgment and it sounds like from what i've been reading about his post this dude's um dude's you know been working his ass off for a long time to make it to where he's made it so um i think i think there's some potential there man this guy's 30 years old and he's an army officer yeah that just, doesn't that just seem like, I mean, I know I'm only 36, but it seems like a baby, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, you got to figure they probably, we could, we could do a re- little reverse timeline. You go to college at about 18-ish, get out at 22-ish, figure he's done by done with OCS, 24-ish. Yeah, he's probably like a fucking captain or a major by now. Nope. It says on Wikipedia that he's a lieutenant. Uh, he, he probably retired then, or, or he's in the guard. Or like he got out, you know, I don't, is he active duty? Uh, it says, it just says he is a Lieutenant in the United States army reserve. Okay. So he's in the reserve. They promote slower. They, they, dude, they one week in a month, two weeks a year. It's, <laughs> it's hard to get promoted when you're doing that shit. I guess it's easy to train for fights. Hard to get promoted. Just saying. Yeah. But I mean, he's, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll go with him. On, we'll go with Frivola on principles. I mean, don't let us yeah, down, sir. We have to. Yep. Represent. Represent Matt. Um, I like All right, it. Go, that's and that's the headliner for the prelim. For yeah, the prelim card. That's usually where most people start paying attention. Yeah. Sneaky yeah. good, sneaky good prelim card, man. The early prelims are kind of whatever. Nick Lentz has been around forever. I um, like Nick Lentz. For whatever reason, that's at a catch weight too. So one of these guys must be trying to go down to featherweight. Um, because it's at one fifty. So that's an interesting fight. Lentz will probably. I mean. Lance is a banger, man. That dude's just been in there, you know? Yeah, man. He's been in some fucking wars, but he's fighting a, uh, an undefeated Russian dude, which just kind of scares me just, you know, from a general. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a scary fight. And if you find out he's not, not only is he 
I, I don't know where he's actually from, but if he's a Dagestani, it's even worse because they're just fucking nasty. They just have fighter mills going on out there or something, dude. Dude, this guy he's fighting, Mavzar, he he kind of looks like a young crow cop. A little bit. I like it. I don't know, man. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with that dude, man. I think he's going to, I think he's going to take. Are we okay. So I would, I wasn't even going to make a pick there, but I I'm with you. Fuck it. Let's do it. You're going to Lance is old dude. And these, I'm telling you, man, these Russians are fucking nasty. They're all, they're all coming out highly, highly skilled. I almost feel like I don't, I don't know this to be true, but I almost feel like their path to a big fight like this or a big to the UFC is slower. And they seem to be just more mature fighters, you know, the Russians. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know what they're sort of out of Russia, what their path is. I'm just, I just, it seems like a lot of them are very present. Uh, they don't seem to be too hyped, very businesslike, you know? Well, dude, the minute these fucking Russian kids like start crawling, their parents throw them into fucking wrestling or Sambo or something. Yeah. Combat Sambo, man. If, if anyone's interested in, in, a in martial arts here, we'll do a little, we'll do a little Hollywood move here. Um, Combat Sambo is fucking actually a pretty incredible martial art. And it's basically, it's the basis for which John Wick does all his shit in all the movies. Uh, it's very, he does very much a lot of Sambo stuff. So um, it's like judo wrestling and fucking submission grappling all rolled into one weird shorts and gi top thing. So check it out. Yeah. They look awesome, man. Yeah. But they're nasty, man. I mean, they're good. They're good at what they do too. That's what's crazy. Um, uh, and then, and then the Dagestani's, um, their wrestling is just next level, right? Look at the Nurmagomedovs. Yeah. Uh, there's another one coming up. <laughs> Habib just, I, I presume it's like his little brother or cousin or something. Um, another undefeated Nurmagomedov is coming up. He, he wants that undercard. Yeah. I know there's one already in the UFC who's not related to Habib though. Yeah, no, he's not. And then this yeah. one, this one who just fought on Wednesday, Khabib, that's the reason why he was in Abu Dhabi to have that big meeting or whatever with Dana White. Um, so, uh, Nick Lentz is tough as fuck, man. He's fought pretty much everybody at you know like one fifty five, one forty five. He's been around forever. Yeah, he'll he'll, he, he'll make a fucking fight out of it, but yeah, Russians, Russians, young, hungry, undefeated Russians are scared. Yeah, you know, Lentz is thirty six. This other kid's fucking twenty six. Uh, uh, is who's the uh, like it. What are the odds on that? I wasn't even looking. Uh, Lens is uh, plus 350. Only 15% of people have picked him. Oof. You know, fuck it, man. I'm going to go with Lens. I, I got a feeling. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sticking Lentz, with Russian. It's all good. Nick Lens uh, with an upset uh, TKO in the second round. I got a feeling. All right. All right. Run it. And then going to the main card. What do we got here? Andrew Sanchez and Mahmoud Muradov. Yeah. You know. That's a weird flag. I wonder where it's always weird when you look at the Wikipedia page and a fighter doesn't have an entry. It's just, you know, regular text. Like you can't click their name. It makes you really wonder. Ooh, that's correct. You can't, you can't do that. So you got to go to SureDog instead. Ooh. Okay. This uh, Mahmoud guy has a pretty awesome uh, nickname though. What is it? It's just mock, like, you know, mock speed. I like it. It's like a Hayato Sakurai. Oh, I love him, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, tell me, 
does it say what country he's from? I don't yeah, really like he's from fucking Uzbekistan. Oof. Which is probably just as bad as Dagestan, right? Dagestan is like in Russia proper. And then you have Uzbekistan and Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan is where the UFC sisters are from. But they're basically all Russians, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not yeah. trying to be a dick, but they're basically all Russians. So um I like it. He's a he's a favorite. I don't know anything about this Andrew Sanchez kid. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I recognize his face, I man, but he's like I recognize his face, but he doesn't stick out it, like none of his fights really stick out to me. He's he's a winner of the ultimate fighter. Really? What? I've honestly I had no fucking clue. Guess I've taken more time off the Ultimate Fighter than I thought. Yeah. Well, let's see. What season was he? Ultimate Fighter twenty three. Oh, he was on the same season as uh, Khalil. He beat Khalil to win the Ultimate Fighter. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. That's super awkward. Yeah, I don't like this mullet hairstyle. He's he doesn't, dude. He, he doesn't look recognizable to me at all. And I, I, I watched that season. Um, whatever. I like yeah. uh, Muradov. Hmm. I I feel like. Did you hear that burp? No. No. Okay. No, I don't. Uh, I'm drinking Coke Zero over here, and it makes me burp. Um. I feel like I need to like watch a couple of this Andrew Sanchez guys fights. Maybe if I had fight pass, I could do that, but I don't. Mm. His nickname's El Durte. Jesus. What a fucking loser. Whatever I got. <laughs> I got Muradov. How the fuck are you going to win a tough season and not be recognizable? Yeah, man. I, I feel like if you win that show, you should be pushed kind of by the UFC, you know? <sighs> right. I yeah. mean, you're representing their brand as an ultimate fighter winner. You yeah, are an I, ultimate fighter. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, obviously you get the contract or whatever, but um, yeah, COVID, I mean, COVID and all that shit. I mean, dude, tough twenty three was a while ago, though. Who the fuck coached that season? I don't even know, man. Was that Joanna and uh, Claudia? Was it? Uh, let's see. Yep, that was. <laughs> God, and those two had like the sexiest stare down in the in the cage on that yeah, show. Yeah. Maybe ever. And plus Joanna telling her fighters, they were pussies was amazing, <laughs> man. I miss Joanna. She needs to, she needs to come, come back. back and fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Maradov, man. Maradov's going to wipe the floor with that kid. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Let's get to a fight that is important to me. Jessica, I and you, jo, jo, Joanne called, called it. No, you skipped, you skipped Marina Rodriguez and Amanda huh? Hibas. There's a female fight before that. Oh, sorry. It's out of order. It's oh. because it's because of the frivola fight. I'm sorry. So we'll I have about Jessica Ayn and Jojo. I have Rebus in that Dude, one. Dude, that Amanda Rebus chick is like the I most marketable it. female fighter ever. I hate it when they make two Brazilians fight each other. I don't know why. They're it's both awesome. super, super good looking. They are, but it seems like seems like Brazilians have to fight each other more often than like other countries or something. Like I, mean, I, I know I shouldn't look at this like country versus country, but like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Brazilians yeah, don't know fight either. each other a lot. I, yeah, I, I mean, have, there's I a ton of fucking okay. A lot make, of make, listen, it makes sense, right? Brazilian fighters are awesome. There's a, 
a shit ton of them. Yeah. And it's just, you know, especially women. There's a lot of women. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I got Rebus in that one though. She's uh, or I guess he if he boss. Yeah. He boss that ours are H's in. Portugal. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, Amanda too. I look for that one to be a really good fight though. Yeah. That's, that's a very good, a very good matchup. Uh, Definitely better than what I think just guy and uh, Joanne Calderwood will be. I don't think that'll be uh, the best fight. It'll probably go to decision, but I got Calderwood. What, uh, what did you, what do you like about that fight? I just like Calderwood. Yeah. She's just cool. Scottish chick. She's so like unassuming. Yeah. She's so like, she trains super hard. I follow her on social media trains really hard. She just seems like a cool, good person. Yeah. Jessica, I, well, I don't really know much about her, but um, I know uh, that Jessica. All I know about Jessica I is that she got head kicked by Valentina in what was probably the nastiest, one of the nastiest women's yeah. knockouts ever. Yeah, it was a really good knockout because it's uh, super, like you don't see a lot of women get knocked out. Yeah, you don't. when they do, it's like whoa! <laughs> like yeah, oh. dude, and the way like, Valentina threw that sh- that kick, right? And and it, so like like JJ dude is like probably one of the most technical strikers, men or women we maybe have ever seen. Um, and she doesn't, she'll TKO some people here and there, but she does, you know, you would think she'd be able to knock people out. Valentina is highly capable of it, but doesn't do it very often. And that Jessica, I knockout was like, Whoa, I mean, even like Holly home, Holly Holmes had some spectacular knockouts. You know, she's a big 135 pounder and she's a phenomenal striker. Um, always has been, but even with her pedigree, she doesn't really put many people away. So it's kind of rare to see that. And that, that head kick knockout was fucking awesome. It, it reminded me of the, uh, Krokop, uh, Karas, uh, knockout, the guy who was wearing the Lucador mask in pride. Remember that? Yes. Like the, the head, the kick went just like grazed the dude's head. Yeah, but it was enough to just fucking, it split him open too, though. Didn't, didn't some blood come out of the, if I remember, nah. I thought some blood came out of the mask. No, I don't No, I don't know. Das Karras, he just like slumped against the rope and then Krokop came in with like a one more fuck you punch and just fucking like uppercutted him. <laughs> it was, it's, it's a, that's a brutal knockout. It, miss, it, dude, not I, very sportsman like Mirko, but uh, so much. Yeah, man. Prime Krokop was um, a sight to behold. His highlight reel on YouTube is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, he definitely he both he and Igor uh, Volchanin have ridiculous uh, yeah highlight videos. Yeah, dude, I got I got Calderwood by a boring decision. I just like Calderwood. <sighs> I know your gut tells you you want to pick up Jessica I on this one though. I do. Yeah, I do. She's I under- think dude, she's she not a, she's not a bad underdog pick. She's a tough girl. Yeah, no, she is. I'm like, yeah, I, th- I think Jessica eyes. Uh, I think she's fought better competition than Jojo. She probably has at one twenty five. I'm assuming that's where they're fighting, right? Let me look. Uh, it's a catch weight bout. No, never mind. No, women's yep. Women's flyweight. Yep. One twenty five. So, um, at one twenty five, I like it, man. Jojo's coming up to one twenty five. I'm presume Jessica I is going down because she is a bigger girl. Um, it'd be interesting. But yeah, I mean they both they both fought there before. I'm just I'm trying to talk like you know frame. Jessica has missed weight uh, the last her last two fights. Ooh. She's yeah. I so, didn't I didn't see anybody miss weight for this one. No, she she made she made it this time. 
You got to wonder what that's going to do to her body then. I don't know. Maybe she got disciplined and she's going to come in like a fucking bat out of hell and smoke out uh, Jojo. Anytime you fucking give up 20, they give up 20% of their purse when they miss weight, dude. Yeah. You know, you fuck with people's money, bro. Especially if you're like a new UFC fighter who gets paid like 10 grand. Yeah. You give 20% of that away, man. You're, you're, you're barely, you're below the poverty line, homie. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like after you start paying everybody, all the fuck you want. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Better have some sponsors. Yeah, man, I got I got Calderwood by a boring ass decision. I um, like her. She's not a super exciting fighter. She does some cool shit sometimes, but um, yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, I by decision. If I lose it, she's gone. Let's just be honest. I think they get rid of her. You think so? Yeah, I think I don't. She doesn't. You know. Uh, I think Dana likes her. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, All right, dude. Okay, the next okay co-main event. I'm so excited about this one. Dan, the Hangman Hooker versus Michael. What's Michael Chandler's nickname? I think it's just Michael Chandler, bro. I don't know. <laughs> it's not. It's it's not written anywhere. Dude, uh, Michael Chandler should he not have? He should have a nickname, right? I don't know, dude. Sometimes the wrestlers don't have nicknames. Yeah, but he's been around for so long, man. He's like he's yeah. a, he's a. I don't, I don't know. I don't agree with that. I feel like if you've been in the sport that long, you need to have a nickname. Like he's been fighting since 2009, fighting professionally. Oof. Like somebody yeah. couldn't come up with something for him. Yeah. Even even the fan base normally would start calling him something. Yeah, man. What? Pull him up on Sharedog because he's not. It's not on Wikipedia and it's not on ESPN. Listen, if it's not on Wikipedia, it's not going to be on Sharedog. No. No. I don't. Yeah, I don't see a nickname for him. All right, I'm going to figure one out after this fight. <laughs> Call him. Yeah. He'll get one after this, probably. Chandler, I'm gonna I'm gonna find you a nickname. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is a fucking great, great fight. So Michael Chandler's making his UFC debut after fighting in Bellator forever, right? Yeah, he's the underdog in this. Yeah, I can. I mean, I see it. I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. It was uh, interesting. It was interesting what he was saying in the in the press conference because he he had to deal with the fact that. Bellator fighters technically as a group aren't as good as UFC fighters. Obviously he, he fought at the top level, but he had to say, Hey, I fought Benson Henderson. Okay. Well, yeah, you fought him after he basically washed out of the UFC. Mm. Um, and a couple, you know, a couple other names he mentioned, like I fought some of these guys, these guys were all in the UFC, yada, yada. All right, cool. <laughs> you didn't fight them like in their peak though, you know? And he's like, well, I was always training for the number one guy in the world. And sometimes that guy would be in the UFC. It's like, all right, man, cool. Way to sort of pass that off. I don't, I don't dislike Michael Chandler. I like him. Um, I think this is a great first fight for him. And I think he has to win it. So I have Chandler picked personally. Where does, where does Chandler train? Like, does he have a, is he with a big camp? Dude, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know a ton about him because I don't, I, you never, you never watch him in Bellator. I mean, I tried not to. Oh, really? I don't. I won't watch whole Bellator cards. I'll only watch like a fight or two if if I think they're going to be exciting. Yeah, but like you've seen his fight with like Eddie Alvarez, right? You've seen that fight, right? Uh, I think the first fight with Eddie Alvarez. I believe I, actually, I believe I have. Yeah, it's a fucking nutty fight. Like it's it's insane, and that was you know Eddie Alvarez back in 2010, 2011, who you know was still. 
you know, I mean, there he. I guess maybe Eddie might have been in his prime then. Um, well, that 2010, 2011 Alvarez was actually probably better than the Alvarez that became the that, lightweight champion. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he fought Eddie when Eddie had all this fucking hype behind him, and he fucking choked him out. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I don't know, man. I think Chandler's one of those guys that can just come in here, and if he beats Hooker, like I, I, I would not be surprised if Michael Chandler beats the absolute shit out of Dan Hooker tomorrow. Won't be surprised at all. So you have Hooker favored. A lot of people have picked him, at least on the ESPN app. I really like Dan Hooker though, and that's I have a I'm I'm a, affected by this pick. I'm picking Chandler because he has to win, right? So I'm just throwing my chips on that. But um, you you think he has to win? I mean, obviously he you know he has to win, but why? I mean, you think there's like I just think I think the road if he doesn't win this first fight in the UFC, the road ahead for him in the in the UFC is like tiny. Uh, and like, you know, yeah, maybe. I don't. I mean, I think it's like if if he comes in and he loses, everyone will be like, huh, "Told you so." You know? Yeah, I guess that's a that's always a thing, right? When somebody Bellator, Bellator fighters can't come to the UFC, you guys get our guys after they're sort of washed up. That's that's basically what the fan bases say. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I mean, but then you get certain UFC fighters that go to Bellator and they don't do do too good. Like when Benson went over there. Well, what well, my point was, they're usually beat to shit by the time they leave. the. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're, they're not going to do good because they're, in my opinion, they're technically sort of washed up. Very few of them leave when they're actually in their prime. Like um, Gegard Musasi left the UFC in his prime and he went over there. Yeah. And, like, and, right. And that, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily happen, but Musasi's kind of weird like that. Like, I don't think he, he probably doesn't play politics. He, doesn't strike me as a dude who's going to like huff off Dana White, you know? And yeah. Um, who was the other one? What was the, the kid's name? Rory McDonald. Yeah. He, he had some brutal fights in the UFC. Yeah. He and did. He, his dude, his headspace was weird when he left and went over to Bellator, like talking about fucking, I don't want to hurt people and shit anymore. And like, yeah, well he found Jesus. Yeah. He got weird. Um, Whatever. I mean, you could be religious and a fighter at the same time. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But he was in a weird space, dude. Like, and I know, I know he's sort of been on again, off again. And I, I think he's fought well in Bellator, hasn't he? Yeah, Rory. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's different. You know, they're they're weird over there. Like John Finch went over there. Like, you know, I don't know, dude. I just feel like if Chandler drops this, it's an "I told you so" moment. You know, and um, you're basically looking at a pseudo lightweight tournament they haven't stripped Nurmagomedov of the belt you know well who else is really Gaethje's in there somewhere in the conversation Ferguson I don't think is really relevant at the moment um Oliveira yeah what they call him become him, uh Hooker called him Charlie Olives or something <laughs> yeah he said I have broomsticks thicker than you yeah dude. <laughs> like because he couldn't make weight that was a um, good burn well because Hooker was like uh, everybody else said no and Chandler stepped up so I mean there was a lot of mutual respect but <laughs> fucking that Charlie Olives thing yeah Dan Hooker's fucking hilarious he's funny he is he's funny, funny dude funny so and it, you with, know the thing I like about Dan a lot too is like you watch the the hype video, you know, leading up to like the countdown and stuff like that. And he's just like a down to earth, like a realist, the guy who understands life. I just guy who like, knows I what like, he wants. I feel like a lot of guys from Australia, New Zealand area are like that. I think they're, that's just how they're built, man. I feel like they don't fuck around. Like, do you think that, uh, cause my wife and I have talked about just like packing up and moving to New Zealand. Do you think that they'd take us? 
Actually, they do in um, in your line of work, really, uh, or in this masters area that you've been looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, that's a commodity over there, bro. Fuck, man. Maybe I should start looking for international jobs once I graduate. I've looked. You have to like fill out visas and shit, though. I don't care. I'll let I'll let my <laughs> wife do that. She likes doing the paperwork. I could move there in a heartbeat, bro. <laughs> I feel like life would be better over there, right? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you can't have guns and shit, though. That's what I mean. It's possible can, yeah. that could be a decent trade-off. Can you have knives? <laughs> Can't you? <laughs> well, let's uh, homestead New Zealand, dude. We'll just watch fights and build a forge. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Who do you who do you got? Do you got Chandler or Hooker? Dude, I don't know. I'm 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 really torn. It's hard. It's I, a, I, a, a hard fight to pick. I not, it, it could easily go either way. And we I both, just I won't be surprised if either guy wins. You yeah. know, um, I think. Michael Chandler was a guy who I would every time there was an event in Bellator with him on it, I would watch it because I knew how exciting he, you know, I, I knew his wrestling credentials. I knew how explosive and fast he was. Like I really looked forward to seeing Michael Chandler fight because I always expected just like a blistering fast knockout or just like a, a an absolute war like he had with Eddie Alvarez. Um, I think I probably have to go with Chandler. I think my gut's just telling me Chandler. Yep. But then, like, but the one thing with Chandler that's always bugged me, and this was something that came out after he first fought uh, Brent Primus in Bellator. Like, I I think he's he's really injury prone. Is he? Yeah, and I think if Hooker focuses on leg kicks, he can quickly fuck him up. Well, so so Chandler's like shorter, stockier built kind of weird for lightweight, you know, like uh, he's like that wrestle boxer, you know, he's yeah, so like, he carries, he carries, um, well, 155 pounds, a little different. I have no idea how much weight he cuts. Hooker is like tall and lanky. Yes. Like he's, he's probably on the bigger end of the 155 division. So, I mean, yeah, you're right, dude. And I can, I see exactly, I know why hooker is favored and he easily could win this fight. Um, I'm picking Chandler solely because I just feel like he has to win. I just think he has to win. I think it's quite fucked up that on the ESPN fantasy pick page, Michael Chandler's, um, they don't have his picture yet. <laughs> they don't have his, what the fuck? Why, why don't, why is that a thing? Cause he was in Bellator, bro. Just, it doesn't matter. Like he has, if you go to Getty images and you type in like Michael Chandler, you'll find like official UFC photos of him. Oh yeah. Like they should have this figured out. This is a, <laughs> this is very unprofessional. ESPN. Shame, on, shame on you. ESPN. Yeah. Get yeah. You would think, dude, honestly, you'd think if they were on a, just even being on a UFC card, they'd find a fucking picture. Yeah. Like pull alone, his fucking alone, Facebook photo. Let alone a fucking co-main event. <laughs> Guys on YouTube and shit too. He's got some funny ass fucking videos. Who, Dan Hooker? No. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure he does too, but Chandler. Oh. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, th- I think Chandler might, uh, is going to do it. I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, I, I, again, uh, puncher's chance in that for sure. Like, you know, it could easily go either way. Yeah, um, that's what that's why picking fights in MMA is so fun for me. You know, that's why I hate picking fights because if I'm wrong, I look like a fucking yeah. dunce. How do you think it ends? Oh, somebody's getting finished in this fight. This I don't think. I don't, this think, fight it, will go I don't think it goes anywhere even close. No. To five rounds. Yeah. Nope. Or will they give them five rounds for a? Co- they don't give them five rounds for a co-main event, do they? There'd still be three. No, but aren't they? Aren't, wasn't there some talk about starting to do that? I don't know. I think if it's, if it, if it, if main or co-main is even mentioned, 
it should be five round fights. If you're in a co-main event, you're you're near a title shot. Let them stretch your legs for five rounds. That's just me. Yeah, I feel like you can make a really strong argument for five round co-main events, and I, I would like that a lot. I think and I loved I loved when they switched the main events over to five rounds rather than yeah. I thought that was a really smart move. Whether because it used to be you only fought five if the belt was on the line. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I actually like Chandler probably by decision. I mean, if it's a three round fight. Um, no nah, man, somebody's getting somebody's getting put away with strikes. There's not yeah, or someone's. I think if Chandler wins, it's going to be by submission. Really? Yeah, and if Hooker wins, I think it's going to be by knockout. Okay. Or like TK, like an injury TK or something like that. Something you know, he's going to break something on Chandler. I don't know. That's a great fucking matchup, though. Tough one to pick, man. It's going to be fun to watch. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, that's a that's super a good sneaky, fight. That's a sneaky good fight. I think it, I think for Chandler's first fight in the UFC, it, it, I don't know that they could have done much better. I really don't. I think it's a good test for him, you know, considering uh, his credentials already. I, I think Dan. Well, it also, are... I think it also, if Hooker wins, it solidifies him as being a, an absolute top contender too. You know, because he, you know, obviously he's dropped a couple fights here and there, so. Yeah, the UFC will think that. You know, I wonder if like the, like the casual fan. I mean, the casual fans won't because they don't know who Michael Chandler is, so they're just going to think that he, you know Hooker yeah. beat a fucking bum. That's true. You know, I, I guess it doesn't really matter though from what the casual fan thinks. No, no, doesn't. All right, man. Main event, dude. I'm just going to put it out there. I got McGregor. Obviously, I fucking, has McGregor. I fucking a million percent believe him when he says he's going to knock this dude out in 60 seconds. I just do. It. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard to to bet against McGregor, man. It really is. Um, yeah. So I watched a couple things, man, and th- let me just tell you, I dude, Dustin doesn't look right. What do you mean? He looks shaky, bro. He looks timid. I don't know if, uh, if I haven't watched a ton of his like uh, press conferences and stuff, but he just looks agitated. Like I don't know, man. Do Some- you think that it's because Connor's being so nice to him? It's I, he's in his head, fucking for sure. One where either way, dude. For one, he's lost to him, right? That's a that's gonna be. You're always gonna remember that. And two, like, yeah, Connor. Connor's taking a much different approach. Like, you know, he's just saying I'm the best, but he's not talking shit necessarily to Dustin. So, um, there's some kind of weird air of confidence with McGregor. I think is just fucking awkward as hell for for Dustin, dude. It just is. You know what I'll say? If if somebody, if I was a UFC fighter and I was scheduled to to have a contest with somebody, and it, you know, and they told me that they were going to come out and knock me out in under a minute, I that's a that's a dig. You know, that's saying like, oh, you're saying I'm a fucking weak, soft person. Well, he said he put him he put him away in 90 seconds the first time. So it's like he goes, I'm not that far off. Like McGregor, that's what he said. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dustin is like, no, this is going to be a five-round bloody war. I don't know, man. I don't see that. You don't think Dustin's tough? I do think he's very tough, but I think Conor McGregor's fucking left hand is a no, yeah, it is. sniper shot. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a, it's a <laughs> and, very powerful weapon. And he's, he's had a lot of time to fill out at 155. Like, he's not a little babe. You know, he's not a, a small man anymore. Yeah, the way he's up with him, great. He, he's just as big, if not bigger. I thought they both looked great at the weigh-ins. I think that they're both in phenomenal shape. I think Dustin's bulked up. And he did look a little bigger. In my yeah, opinion. he definitely did. Um, I think there's something to say. You have to give him a little more um, 
probability of winning when he has hair and when he doesn't shave his head. There's a whole. <laughs> Is it a totally different fighter or what? Yeah, <laughs> Poirier with hair. I mean, yeah, he's he's kind of different. Um, yeah, man, I don't. I almost don't want to pick. Lot, not many people are picking. Dustin. And no, I see that. Seventeen percent have him picked. Man, they're just. This is just the ESPN thing, though. So yeah, I know. Put all your but you get you have to think like these. It's it's probably similar everywhere, right? Uh, I bet it's probably pretty close. Yeah. I don't how know. do you, how do you think the fight ends? Like, yeah, how I, think, do you, I think Connor puts him down. Like early. Yeah, I do. You think? I mean, he just comes in and <laughs> just kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, Dustin may fare better than sixty seconds. I mean. Uh, there, again, it's like super hard not to believe Connor when he says shit like that. It's like he fucking knows something that nobody else does. Like, um, dude, I don't know, man. I see it ending in, I don't see it going more than three rounds. Dude, I don't know. I th- okay, it's one of those fights, too, where the longer it goes, the better it is for Dustin. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, we haven't we haven't even seen how Connor really fights in the later rounds at 155 because he's always he's finished his lightweight fights early. He's also, actually, only been in there at 155 twice, which is surprising. The rest were at fucking 145 or 170. So you know, he, in the UFC, that is right? yeah, it's surprise. Yeah. yeah, it's very surprising that he's actually not been in at 155 that much. So. But he's he's full he's full he's filled out he's you know he's definitely built a, a bigger you know he's filled out to a, a one fifty five frame so that's yeah a, I think I probably have to go with Connor too it's hard to pick against man I just feel, I feel bad because Dustin's such a likable guy oh I love him I think he's great and I and you know I messaged you earlier like look dude like this whole this fight was pro- was bound to happen again I feel like at one fifty five because both these guys I think you could see. We're on their way up to 155, but uh, it started with just a back and forth, and like uh, it was going to be a charity bout. And Connor still donated that money that he said he would. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, then there's the whole hot sauce thing and all this shit. Like it was weird, man. Like, I lo- I like there there was a really good picture that somebody posted on Reddit of like them during their first stare down, you know, and how hostile it was between the both of them, and then a picture of of them today. Like with their arms wrapped around each other, like yeah, a lot of, lot of, dude, a lot of mutual respect. I think, um, I think, I think Conor McGregor has passed a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna see. Like he got a little hyped or whatever. He's like, what does the champ champ do? Well, he does it all twice. Yeah, no, I think he's just. It's more of a confidence thing than a um, an awkward arrogance thing. Where you know his arrogance built him. His confidence is gonna help him sort of finish his career i mean the guy wants for nothing right do you think do you think connor's the most confident man on the planet like he has more self-belief than anybody else i mean it's entirely possible and based on his based on his accomplishments i mean it'd be difficult to say obviously that's a weird hard thing to quantify but i mean it's a fair statement i mean it really is i mean the guy the guy has accomplished literally fucking everything he's ever set out to do and do you think Dustin then some? You think Dustin could be a little bit more of a head case? I think it's obvious, especially the way he was acting. I, yeah. I, I mean, when I look at guys during press conferences and and at the weigh-ins, I mean, to me, Dustin didn't seem like a confident fighter. Just like uh, like 
he's a notch or two above like a Jose Aldo who won't even look at people. You know, Jose's got a weird thing, you know, where he doesn't even look at folks sometimes. And, you know, maybe that's, I guess that's how he's always been, but it was awkward. You know, Connor will fucking look right into your soul. Yeah. You know what I mean, like there's something there, man. There really, really is. Um, yeah. I mean, when he fucking says like, when one goes to war, we all go to war. That motherfucker believes it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, no, you're right. Fighting for far more than just himself. I don't know, man. Yeah. There's just some people out there, dude, that are just next level, like mentally. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why he has, he transcends everything. Right. I mean, he's, yeah, he's there's like, well, there's like stories coming out about him. Like Bruce Buffer wrote something on ESPN. It's like, Hey, like, you know, this young man like came up to me out of nowhere and said, I'm going to be a UFC champion one day. And then, like a couple years later, he was like, Bruce was like, yeah, he was in the octagon. I was introducing him. Yeah, and like there, you know, there's stories about McGregor. He's done, you know, he's got that uh, movie on Netflix that was about him, or like documentary, I guess. He was on fucking welfare. You know what I mean, dude? There's just something really, really special about him. I know he's had his issues and stuff, but I mean, he's got the same people around him that he's always had around him. Um, you know, there's like there's a loyalty there. There's very much some special stuff going on with him, man. I don't know. Uh, I just, I, yeah, I've, I've sort of always liked him. Yeah. But I like Dustin a lot too. I do. He's a good, he's a good dude, you know? Yeah, man. Dustin's Dustin's a really special dude though, too, man. A really, he's got a lot of shit going for him. Trains at a great camp, super passionate. It's, uh, I, <laughs> I like seeing you torn over it. I am fucking really torn. Listen, okay. I, th- I I'm going to go. I think Connor's going to win, but I will be very happy if Dustin does it. If, if Dustin pulls off the, the upset, I'd love to see fucking Dustin just fucking flatline Connor. I really would. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to, I'd love yeah, to. I mean, it, it would be the fucking storyline of all get out. Wouldn't it? That, that would be one of the, it, it would be like Bisping knocking out Rockhold. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, me, bigger, you know? way bigger than that. No, but like the excitement that I felt when I saw Bisping knock out Rockhold, like I stood up and yeah. I like, I screamed. I was so fucking pumped. And if, if Dustin did that to Connor, I would, uh, Oh, it'll do it. You, it, it might like set off a fucking, well, there aren't going to be enough people in one place, but I would equate that to like the Marshawn fucking earthquake, dude. Marshawn Lynch, like, had a he registered a Richter scale by scoring a touchdown in Seattle once. Like you know what I mean? Like that's that's how fucking insane that would be. Like that'll do this that would that'll flatline mixed martial arts for the rest of the fucking year. Are the uh are the Irish um like quarantining due to COVID? Oh I'm sure they like are. The, the country of Ireland, like are pubs open? I I don't even know. I mean I'm guessing I'm guessing somehow. I just can't imagine that the Irish won't find their way into a pub somehow. Yeah. Someday. But could you imagine, like, imagine you're an Irishman in an Irish pub watching this fight and Dustin Poirier knocks out Conor McGregor, like stiffens him and Conor gets like carried out on a stretch or something like that. What do you think that bar would do? It'd be fucking devastating. <laughs> in Ireland, that would likely be one of the most devastating things that could would, possibly happen because there aren't, there aren't many athletes that come out of Ireland anyways. And when one does and it ba- and basically transcends like everything, like the whole yeah. sport, the whole, de- like, let's be honest, man, like in our world, in our combative sports world, there is not a name right now bigger than Conor McGregor. He eclipses everybody and the Irish people, the Irish people know that. <laughs> so, I mean, if, yeah, dude, 
you know, the loss to Nurmagomedov, it wasn't that big a deal. It's not like he got fucking flatlined. You know what I mean? Like everybody knew he was most likely going to get out wrestled in that fight. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, if Conor McGregor got fucking slapped, dude, just straight stiffied. Dude, that's what I want to see. I want to see Poirier just fucking come out and just. Just put but him who out. Does, who does who has Poirier knocked out in the past? You know what? Who does he hold knockouts over? Uh, let's see. He's stopped. Um, he stopped quite a few dudes. Um, Yancy Madero stopped him by KO uh, or TKO. TKO. All right, uh, read me the KOs. The KOs. He's only well. He's got a couple pre UFC, which I guess probably you don't really care about right he only has like three like straight ko's on his record three or four okay he's a tko guy he's a volume puncher there's no you know that was that well that's what that was my point that's what i was expecting yeah so, i mean he doesn't necessarily i mean we've seen connor take a couple shots nermega meadow dropped him though so i mean it's not like he's impenetrable to be getting getting hit no yeah and connor's gonna fatigue right if the fight goes on maybe yeah connor will be fatigued by the third round i mean i think that's pretty obvious i mean uh, you know obviously he's filled out his frame um, but his cardio has sort of always been suspect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think if fucking, I, I mean, it really depends on what type of Connor comes out. If Connor comes out, you know, intent on fighting the way he said, you know, I'm going to knock him out in 60 seconds or whatever. It's just, he's going to, he's going to be like a tank, you know, up until Dustin yeah, man, I just think, I think Connor, uh, he's getting ready to make a second run, man. Personally. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I, th- you're, I'll go with Connor. You're right, though. You're not. Nothing you've said is like out of this fucking world. Impossible. You know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah. Dustin could I easily mean, fucking. Yeah, he can win. I mean, it's not saying that. I'm not saying that he can't win the fight. I want him to win. I, I think that him beating Connor would be uh, amazing. Um, All these guys are fucking killers in the UFC. Absolute killers, especially yeah. at that level. So that's the that's the hardest part about like when you're sort of in this little game we're in is, you know, any one of these motherfuckers could sleep each other at any time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I, you know, he fucking Poirier stopped Gagey. Who was tough. You know, he was, he was the first guy I think, right. To, or, or maybe he stopped him after Eddie. Yeah. I think yeah. You're right there. But he's, you know, he stopped Eddie with punches. Um, Bobby green who's super tough. Diego Brandao, who won the ultimate fighter, you know, he's, he knocked him out. Um, Dude, Connor doesn't get hit by much though. Yeah. He's very evasive. Um, meaning the volume strikers have never really been able to put volume on him. Oh, Nate Diaz did. Nate Diaz boxed him the fuck up, man. Yeah. Nate's never had power though. Yeah. But maybe, I mean, Nate kind of showed that you don't need power to beat Connor, right? Just fucking pepper him with shots until he's, Gassed out. Smash any of them with a leg kick, too. Dude. Um, yeah, Connor's kickboxing looked really good in the Donald fight. As short as that fight was, like, that head kick he threw was fucking heavy. I don't... Uh, bro, I don't know, dude. I don't see them really kicking much, do you? I, I can see like, I can see Dustin, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I think Connor's... Connor's not afraid to throw kicks. No, he well, he throws... Um, a little more fancy stuff. I'm just, yeah, spin I'm kicks talking, and shit like that. Yeah, you know, I'm talking like straight up. Uh, Strip like Muay Thai kickboxing stuff. Yeah, I mean that's not that's. I don't know if I'm going to see that out of him this time. 
I feel like Dustin would be more more likely to to use all of his available limbs. I think Connor is is very hand heavy. You know, he he really focuses on the knockout uh, with his fists, whereas Dustin will just take a knockout whichever way it can come. Yeah, you know. I don't, man, I, the more I think about it, I'm I'm getting really really excited to see this fight. And I'm so I'm so stoked to see it. I got McGregor all day though. I'm yeah, not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with McGregor. But listen, if Dustin wins, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And I don't too- dislike Connor. You know, I I I'd like I enjoy watching Connor fight. Um, but to see him just kind of you know get laid out, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool for the sport, I think. Uh, yeah, pretty shitty for the UFC. <laughs> yeah, and and for Connor, <laughs> I guess. But it'd be great for Dustin. I mean, for his. Be, do you think it could be like you know, let's say he flatlines Connor? Yeah. Could it be like as devastating as home knocking Rousey into the fucking the, another world? Yeah, I could. You know, like where do you think just, the. Do you think the effect it had would would be similar to what? Well, mentally, I think it destroyed her, and then she just sort of very ungracefully found her way somewhere else. You know? Yeah. Like she she. I mean, I think I think that if Dustin were to knock Connor out cold, it would not um, deter Connor from pursuing greatness. Okay. I think he'd brush it off and accept it as part of the fight game. And yep, yeah, yeah. Because that that home knockout absolutely destroyed Ronda Rousey. Yes. 100%. In every sense of the fight game. like Yeah. So you don't think that would happen to Connor? No, not at all. Connor's way too mentally tough. Okay. Fair yeah. enough, man. Right, dude, I'm super excited to see it. Super excited to see it. UFC 257. <laughs> Everybody jump on and check it out. Yeah, don't stream it either because Dana will fuck you. <laughs> you're going get- <laughs> to get fucked by Dana White. You'll literally. Have a, you'll have a SWAT team at your house. Yeah, the, the UFC tactical response team. They're gonna they come in with those guns with like boxing fists attached to springs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they just fucking. Oh, sorry, MMA gloves attached to springs. Straight, straight up Goonies style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Don't do it. Don't don't be the guy. Yeah. All right, bud. Well, uh, you know, obviously we'll be messaging back and forth, man. I'm, I, I honestly, I'm not sure. I've been, I haven't been this excited for a fight in a little while. It's kind of a late card too. I think the main card kicks off at uh, like 10 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, so that's the typical. Typ- well, it's a pay per view, so obviously, yes, right on a pay per view. It's fucking is what it is. But um, what time is that going to be in uh, over there though? Like three in the morning. Yeah. It's I mean, we we talked about this last episode. Like they're like 14, the 14 and a half hours ahead. Fuck the fans. Like focus on the fighters. Yeah. You know? On a Saturday, you can order a pay-per-view anytime you want, and they're not competing with the NFL, so it is a little weird. I'd wake up at 8 a.m. and order a fucking pay-per-view. Oh, of course. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? No, they're not. They're not compete. It's not like it's on Sunday. They're not competing with the NFL, so it's a little. It is a little weird that they didn't try to adjust. But I heard that the last card didn't do too well because of um, the NFL being on. It's entirely possible. Yeah, I didn't realize that the NFL does. I mean, because I don't watch football, well, I, I had no like, idea that the. NFL does such huge numbers. They do massive numbers. Yeah, it's insane. Even, and their ratings are actually down right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. The, I forget what it was, but it was a staggering number that I just didn't think was possible for 
Well, it was also the play. It was also the playoffs, though. Let's not. Let's be real. I mean, uh, even even the guys who've been boycotting um, the NFL are are probably watching the playoffs. Are the Browns uh, in it? Because that's the only team I care about. No, they lost. They were in the playoffs, and they lost. They beat the Steelers, and then they. they Wait, is Tom Brady's? uh, Is he still uh, playing? Jesus, dude, you really don't watch football. (laughs) No, but coincidentally, you know, surprisingly though, he plays for the Buccaneers. I thought he was a patriot. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no, dude, he left, and and uh, now he's going to lead another team uh, to the. Well, he led another team to a championship game. He plays oh. for the Buccaneers. Wait, he's he's the greatest. I mean, arguably, he's the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, right? Yeah, the stats I think suggest that. Um, and yeah. he has more Super Bowl rings than any other quarterback, right? Yes, but he, he'll have an asterisk because of Deflate Gate and all that bullshit. But whatever. Why the fuck did uh, the Patriots get rid of him? Because he's old. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's he's definitely getting old, and um, you know, at some point they got to move on. But the the Pats didn't even make the playoffs. They didn't even have a winning record. And my, up, my Buffalo Bills are still in the playoffs, <laughs> my man. So they're playing. They're playing the Chiefs for the for the championship. Who's the quarterback for the, the uh, Chiefs? Joe Montana. Oh Jesus! <laughs> he was the last time the Bills and the Chiefs played in the championship game. No, oh, a kid really? named Patrick Mahomes. He was fucking. This kid was on Queer Street in the in the football game the other day, dude. He fucking got racked. Oh yeah, I heard about that. He's all fucking flimsy and shit. He cleared protocol today, though. Go figure. That got to got to keep him in the game, right? Yeah, man. Fuck fuck his long term health. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I watched a, a Tom Brady documentary the night before last and um it actually got me interested in football for some reason so maybe i'll start watching tom brady got you interested in <laughs> it was a great fucking documentary you know because he was like a totally uh like a gangly tall skinny yeah he was a he quarterback was, yeah dude he was tom brady never should have happened by all accounts he was the 199th pick right in the sixth Sixth round or something. Yeah, there's like a that. famous. There's a famous picture of him. He looks like a frumpy ass fucking turd, <laughs> you know. And I, he still isn't like uh, you know any kind of crazy athlete. Like, but he he fucking learned how to stay in shape. He took incredible care of his body. He's been one of the most highly protected quarterbacks probably ever. I like him to play probably two more years, man. I mean, if that's not an inspirational story, I don't know what is. No, I mean, no absolutely. Like, it, right? Absolutely, it should be. It's just you know people people love to hate on dynasties and, and Belichick's been they've they've effectively been caught cheating I think like three times in one way or the other mm. so that that obviously scars your legacy right yeah. Belichick, you know he's been caught a couple times you know Brady um deflate gate and all that shit so I mean yeah that fucking you know but but is that does does that fall on Brady or does that fall on the coach the deflate gate thing does was yeah. absolutely Tom Brady the other two were a hundred percent um Bill Belichick but but if you look at you know the shit with the Astros or whatever they were stealing signs like they still kept their championship and you know people were butthurt about it but people will always the find reason, the reason why the reason why like the ast you know the reason why these people aren't like fucking run out of sports altogether is because they all know that the other teams are doing it too sure yeah to some degree you know what I yeah. mean so yep. That's why you only have a few fighters come out and say like peds are bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause like the majority of a lot of these guys are probably taking some suspect shit. I wonder if that guy that got kicked off the card, I wonder if his, his buddies were trying to deliver him like a, like an a, IV or something like that. So he yeah, can like, rehydrate. Like a, yeah. That or like a, you know, some kind of 
fucking post weigh in kick up. Yeah, maybe. Maybe some uh some adrenaline or some mescaline or something. Who the fuck knows, man? Could have been something. <laughs> that guy fucked up. I mean to get he'll, well, he'll, never, kick. he'll never fight in the UFC again. Yeah, he's effectively been like Paul Daly, I'm I'm guessing. Right? Remember Paul Daly? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but after the bell and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. That's, That's what, after the fact. So, what a bonehead! And that guy was good too. That yeah, well, he had he had. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a good fighter that just ruined his chance yeah. of being at one of the most elite um, levels out there. So, what a fucking asshole! As a result of the COVID nineteen breach, you know, you get kicked out of the UFC. Dude, I mean, COVID's not something you should be fucking around with in general, let alone having a motherfucker like scale the side of a building. No, yeah, man. Shit. Yeah. I mean, okay, so this is what happened. You, this is according to Dana White. Quote, he and his team cut their wristbands off and got them to people on the outside. One guy, this guy's got this guy got inside the bubble, went in through a room, shimmied down four balconies, went in through Ottman's balcony and dropped off a bag we don't know. We don't of we we don't know what that sounds weird. Then he changed his clothes and went outside of the bubble. Like, and they had it all on camera apparently. So the worst thing is, the worst thing is dude is like, if you contact trace, that could fuck up an entire pay-per-view. Yeah, man. Everybody could have gotten fucked there. So that's pretty shitty. I want to know what was in that bag. I wonder if we'll ever know what's in the box. Remember that from seven. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bud. Okay. I'm so excited for this, dude. Yeah, it'll be, I think, a really, really good event. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be really good. And then, then we got the playoffs on Sunday, dude. Ha- happy little weekend. Happy I won't, I won't pay attention to that. I'll spend. Uh, no, you know, maybe, maybe I'll watch. I'll, I'll text you during the games just to fuck with you. <laughs> okay. All right, that's fine. All right, man. Uh, take care, man. Well, uh, well, I look forward to doing the next one. I'm gonna have to do some research. I don't know when the next card is. It's probably sometime in February. It's Overeem versus Volkov, man. That's on uh, February 6th, so not that far away. Yeah, little time. And then, again, man, check out um, XMMA, dude. Kyle Kyle Stewart, January 30th, live stream free. Check him Boom. out. And you don't stream do UFC 257 tomorrow. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. All right, bud. All right. Take care. Hush, my baby, make no sound. Maybe we can wait each other out. It's a call.